Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Bangers and Mash Chat. Thank you for coming back. Uh, and obviously, thank you for all of your messages and things in between. As always, it's really great to hear from people enjoying it. Um, and the feedback is is really cool, as always. Thank it is. you. Yeah, and hello to anyone who is new to us. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, this is episode four. And um, we didn't perhaps know we were going to get this far no. in episode four. No. Um, plus, we have interviews lined up for next week for episode five, which we is do. going to be the um, Ostomy special. Yep. Um, but yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, it's been a hot minute, hasn't it, since we've last been doing this? So we've had, in the last couple of weeks, we've had the kids here for half term. Yep, so we had the kids over for a week. Uh, I had to work two of those days, but the kids are great with that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> we could put our phones Sorry, on Sorry, my phone's on noisy. Do apologise. Um, apologize. <laughs> Just a quick disclaimer, actually, to interrupt you. Uh, Rosie's being really chatty this evening, so if anyone hears any farting, gurgling, that's her. Just, just to let you know. Okay. Well, that means I can get away with it now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had the kids over. We went out and did a couple of day trips. Uh, we went to uh, the Imperial War Museum at Duxford, which was great. Um, the boys really liked planes and things like that. It was Ellie's first time to yeah, it was good. Duxford, I think, in a long time. We had a lovely... Yeah, I haven't been since I did CCF at school, but we had a really nice um, weather day, didn't we? What's CCF? Combined Cadet Forces. Mm. So I was in the RAF at Kimbolton, and we did. We went there and did the museum and saw the planes and stuff. But that was like in '95. Okay, so, so back, quite a while ago. Back when they only had like Sopworth camels and um, Gloucester gladiators. Black and, and white stuff. telly. A black and white telly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had them over. Um, also had a couple of other day trips and did some gaming and bits and pieces. It was great. Mm. Really, really nice. Um, other things we've been doing since then. Uh, last night, so we're recording this Tuesday night, so mm-hmm. Monday night, um, Ellie and I uh, volunteered at Broadmead Community Church. Uh, they've launched uh, w- with a group of other churches the Warm Welcome Initiative, um, which is making spaces like churches open to the public um, to perhaps uh, provide a space to people who can't afford to heat their homes or want a bit of company in these colder evenings. Um, so I think it's a great initiative and last night was our first night. Yeah. Uh, we're on a rota with quite a few other volunteers and we serve coffee, tea um, and soup and a roll uh, to anyone who wants it. It's all free. And we provide um, like charging stations for phones and the TV will be on. So it's kind of, you know, people who are also homeless and things, if they want somewhere to go and sit when it's cold and just chat to people or not chat to people, but just a, a space, a safe space. Um so yeah, it's a really yeah. good idea, really good. And it's not just in churches, it's in other public buildings like libraries and stuff like that as well in the local area um, yeah. on different nights. So Broadmead have just taken them Monday evening. Exactly. So yeah, that's a really nice thing. We've wanted to get it more involved with the church for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, this seemed like a perfect opportunity. Um, you know, it's only once every four weeks, because um, we have this rotor. So yeah, it was, it was good. It was launch night. So last night was more about planning than actual hosting um and you know the evenings aren't cold yet and the word isn't out yet so i'm sure it will get busier as time goes on um but while we were there ellie decided to ask the pastor adam if he would baptize her not then and there no because that would be weird (laughs) but yeah i just said that i've been looking at doing it for a while and you have to do like a three three session long course before you do it um, so yeah, uh, I will be getting baptised on the 29th of January. So, 
that's something to look forward to <laughs> that'd be yeah. very cool been wanting to do it for a long time so yeah um so yeah everything's pretty pretty good i think ellie is messing around with her i'm trying to work out a way because i this microphone is attached to a stand and i just want to hold it in my hand because then i can sit back on my chair and get comfy and i'm trying to work out how on earth you do that oh we're gonna keep that bit in because i've just managed to get the microphone off its stand and now i just feel like i'm i don't know about to sing something on a karaoke stage actually looks like you're commentating on a football match does it yeah hang on i'm gonna take a photo (laughs) to put on the socials so you can see how ridiculous this looks hold on (laughs) <laughs> totally ridiculous see i'm holding it like this and there you go lovely okay so since we've spoken to you last we've had bonfire night and halloween which we were talking to you about before um so actually it wasn't too bad we didn't really get many trick or treaters around here anyway um but <laughs> blinds were down sat in the living room yes we had booked to go to see some fireworks but it rained it did rain and we had seen actually there you go we saw calendar girls on that saturday we did that was fantastic we went to the theater at Sterngate for the first time well for me the first time in well the last time i went was panto when i was at school so that would have been in sort of late 90s um and yeah we saw calendar girls which is the one where gary barlow's written the music that's right um and one of the um people from church that we know was in it so yeah, yeah we Stephen. went along Stephen. and it was Stephen. yeah it was it was very very good wasn't it was it? incredible yeah it was for for a for a, I don't want to dumb it down but for a local production yeah they did an incredible job yeah um, the set was good the acting was good the singing was good um it was a pretty pretty full crowd for a matinee yeah because it was uh, a half two wasn't it yeah. so um, we certainly brought down the average age of the audience <laughs> by, by a couple of years, um, but we enjoyed it. It was really, really good. Yeah, I wasn't and expecting to like it as much as I did. I can't. Yeah, uh, people spontaneously bursting out into song normally, you know, makes my toes curl so far into my feet <laughs> that uh, I lose three shoe sizes. But yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. And then we bailed on the fireworks because, like I said, it was raining. So we got pizza. Do we get pizza? takeaway and just Probably. chilled out you always get pizza. yeah and it was just really nice because we had a very full-on weekend so actually to just chill out that night was was really cool and also it was nice to keep the cat company because Drucy's not the biggest fan of fireworks no. um so other than that um it's been pretty busy with work i think as usual both of us are fairly fairly full-on with work um i have definitely written down some things in my notes to discuss excellent. as they have come up excellent um so yeah without further ado let's launch in So one thing that has been quite cool this week is, um, I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast before, but I also, alongside my main job at work, um, am the comms lead for the staff network group for disability. Um, It's pretty cool. I get to be involved in uh, raising awareness and organising events and generally helping TFL be more uh, disability friendly and helping our colleagues sort of have a better time at work and that kind of thing um, with their various needs being met. And we've been planning a week of events for uh, International Day of People with Disabilities, which falls on the 3rd of December. So for the week preceding, uh, myself and a colleague have been arranging some events, uh, getting senior management involved and that kind of thing. And it's been really cool. Um, And one of the girls I work with was very sweet and nominated me for a Make a Difference Award this week. (laughs) So, yeah, that was really, really nice. And that was a really fulfilling role. I mean... My other job is my job. It pays the bills and it needs to be done. But this one is like a passion. So I've been really enjoying that. Well done. Yay. Yay. Okay, so moving on. 
Um, the other thing that came up in the press, I think, over the last couple of weeks was a row about, and it'd be interesting to see what side people fall down on, a row about a mum who was all up in arms because somebody on a plane didn't give up their seat so that she could sit with her family. Just for background, the seat configuration was 343. Mm-hmm. She wanted to sit at the front because there's extra leg room. Yeah. But the only seats available on that were one in the middle that was available. That was it. Everything else was booked up. So she booked that one and just expected that when they got on the plane, her husband, who was booked into a seat like two rows back, would just be allowed to swap with whoever was sat next to her and they would just give up their seat. <laughs> so she asked the person to give up their seat and they said no because they paid for the extra leg room and they should be allowed to sit in their seat. And I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I think if you need to have that extra room for you to sit with your husband and your child, then you pay for it and you pay for it up front and make sure that you get there in time to get your seats. You don't just rely on somebody moving for you. Yeah, I just what I don't like is the one the atmosphere that would have caused mm. for the whole flight, the tutting and huffing and oh, this person won't move and so on and so forth. I've got a baby, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just... Let's make it clear that she did have a seat there with the baby in the legroom seat. She just wanted her husband to come and sit with them. So she had space for the baby. But, you know, after you've taken off, I mean, the whole time you're cruising, you can get up and move around anyway. Mm. So I don't, I really don't see the big deal with that. It's a pretty open and shut case for me you yeah. pay for extra leg room if you want it you and don't just it. expect people yeah, to give up their exactly. seat for you I mean, it's like mm, no i mean i've personally never paid for extra leg room you don't need to um because i've only ever really oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> and tick 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 oh was that a penny yeah, yeah. It just dropped people shouldn't be so bold as to assume i think it's just a massive kind of entitlement isn't it yeah it's like the same with mums who shove push chairs up a pavement thinking they've got right of way just because they've got a buggy and i'm like honey no and it's like walking towards you with purpose like really as in i can see you coming get out of my way rather than kind of oh don't get me wrong i would always move out of the way for a push chair if i see it coming but these are the there are some like parents out there who will push it up the path with a with a very obvious i have a push chair get out of my way kind of thing and it's like well no you don't have right of way just because you have a buggy but how many times have have we walked into town for example and there's a couple walking the other way it's really clear they are not going to make way. Yeah, and they're right. Acro- they're right across the breadth of the path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we end up going single file to or into the road. Or into the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. People it's just, the attitude, isn't it, that comes with it? Yeah, you can tell that they're just not going to move, and it's yeah. like, oh, it's what the body is wrong language with and where they are on the pavement and things yeah. like that. Just be nice. Just, Why can't everyone just be yeah, nice? Just be good people. I know. It's just there's so little of that. It's it's really sad. Like every every day, I see it more. I was in the doctor's surgery this week. Um, those of you who've seen my Insta know that I went for a very unsuccessful smear test last week. Um, and get your smears, people. Yeah, definitely get your smears done. Don't what's out of it. It's fine. It's only difficult for me because of my surgery and my scar tissue and the fact that I'm missing an organ, so it makes everything else shift. But um, I was in the doctor's surgery waiting room, and honestly, I am the first to complain about the reception staff when I have to deal with them on the phone. They're usually quite short, quite grumpy, um like you yes like me very clever well done (laughs) (laughs) um and i was sat there waiting for my appointment and 
there was a man at the front of the queue who had asked for a doctor's note on behalf of somebody else for something and the receptionist was trying to explain that the doctor couldn't give him what he asked for he said the doctor said he can't do this you need to go to the hospital and he was not having any of it he said well i can't do that i can't get her out of the house like we can't we can't get to the hospital i want to talk to the doctor get him out here and it was really aggressive and then at the same time as that conversation was going on there was another guy waiting in the queue behind who was just effing and blinding about how rubbish the surgery was and how this was taking up his day having to queue and it was kind of really loud and really noisy and really aggressive and I just thought if these people have to deal with this day in day out I'm not surprised they're in a bad mood half the time and it's like I know that GP surgeries can be one of the most frustrating places to be and the most frustrating places to get an appointment I get that but we also just have to take time to understand the immense amount of pressure that the NHS and the GPs are under. Like they have, they're oversubscribed in nearly every surgery. They have limited time to do limited appointments, including the paperwork afterwards, that they have to follow up on every appointment. It's crazy. And people just need to be a little bit more patient. Agree. And I, I, I don't think Excuse it's, the pun. Uh, but, um, I, don't, I, I don't know whether this is true or not, but I think because of all of that, because people are busier and so on and so forth, I think doctors, receptionists are tasked almost with triaging mm-hmm. what's coming in and they are that might be outside their comfort zone and they don't do medical stuff but they do have to ask roughly what you want to yeah, see a doctor and, for and you I don't think, they don't ask personal details i think for us we think that's them trying to be a doctor yeah. and trying to get in the way but almost inevitably they've been tasked with that they don't yeah. just do that off their own back um i heard on the radio i think last week that one in three people who work in retail have been physically or verbally abused um, in the workplace. I just think that is absolutely disgusting. I mean, I'm very fortunate, I suppose, in that I've never actually witnessed that happen. Um, And I certainly wouldn't do it myself. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm patient to a fault. I mean, I sat in Beijing airport for 12 hours doing absolutely nothing because I couldn't do anything. That's another story. Yeah, for you were thinking time. about your shame though. Um <laughs> but yeah. Um but you know, I just I'm I'm just so patient. I think the same goes for driving. I think I'm quite a patient driver and that probably makes people behind me absolutely raging. Yeah, but it's and funny though. <laughs> it is funny, yeah. But, but yeah, no, you're right. It's it, it doesn't take much to just and these people are in the service industry, they're helping you. So what benefit is it to lay into them it's entitlement is it yeah you're here to serve me yeah yeah you're here to serve me i pay your wages blah, yeah blah, blah, yeah blah. yeah Ugh. it takes a lot less effort to be nice it does but for some people they'd rather put the effort in which is pretty sad okay what are we watching this week uh we have just finished the suspect uh, which was five episode, episodes on ITV Hub. Ellie's laughing her head off because we just had to cut there because she <laughs> told me off that we said that last time. Didn't. Oh, it was my bad. Um, so yeah, we watched that. That was on ITV Hub. That was very good. Highly recommend. I thought um, a good ending. For yes. Once, yes. It wasn't disappointing. It wasn't was it? one of these weak step off to another series endings. Yeah, it was it good. Was a proper. Yeah. Proper, it's done ending. And yeah. I enjoyed that. I thought it was really good. Yeah, recommend. Um, Ellie has started watching The Crown. Yeah, it's really hard though. I said today, um, I love The Crown. Um, it, it's the sort of Diana, Charles, Camilla season. Um, but I cannot watch it without thinking Professor Umbridge. 
because Imelda Staunton is Umbridge and she looks kind of like Umbridge playing the Queen. <laughs> and so every time she's on screen, it's all I can see. Um, but no, it is very good. I'm not finished it yet. I'm on episode seven. Um, but yes, again, if you've watched the past seasons, I would recommend. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I watched the first one and I'm not massively into it. Um, so absolutely let You know, checked out after episode didn't one, didn't you? Well, I didn't just check out. I fell asleep. You did fall asleep. So yeah, <laughs> as is what I do when I get into bed. Yeah, pretty um, much straight away. Yeah. <laughs> um, also watching Made in Chelsea still. I think that's coming to the end of the season now. Um, we watched that last night. That was cool. As always, great fun to rave at Maver. Um, <laughs> and we're watching, obviously, the Bake Off, Strictly. It's um, Bake Off final tonight. It is the Bake Off final so tonight. we are recording just before Bake Off final. Yeah, we're going to go and watch that. We're going to go and watch that. Um, but otherwise, any recommendations for new series would be great because we don't have anything in the pipeline to watch. So if anyone's seen anything, please do hit us at bangsandmashchat at gmail.com and chuck in your recommendations because that would be great. Yeah. What did you discover at Aldi this week, Kevin? I discovered cola cider. Yeah. Cola flavoured cider. So Two of Kevin's Aldi's, big passions. <laughs> Aldi's, yeah. Aldi's um, own brand, Taurus Cider. They do a pear cider. Uh, they do a black pe- currant. Black, yeah, or the dark fruits kind of one. Dark fruits one. They do Apple. a whole bunch of different, different ones. Um, but yeah, they bought out cola cider. Um, and it looks, it pours like cola. It looks like cola. It smells like cola. Um, it doesn't taste t- like cola. It, it tastes like the cheapest, nastiest yeah. cola. It, t- it tastes like the cheap versions of the cola bottles that you get, the sweets. Therefore, I love it. Therefore, Kevin loves it. <laughs> yeah, he likes cheap things, don't you? I, I do, absolutely. Present company accepted. There we go. Hey, but um, no, it's really actually quite nice. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, they did a... Uh, the Brothers Toffee Apple one. Which oh, was that was lovely. Their amazing. summer range was amazing. We mm. found one that was rhubarb and... Oh, rhubarb and... I want to say rhubarb and strawberry. Or was it raspberry? Yeah. That was incredible. Mm. Over the summer, that was a really good summer drink. Keep talking, I'm going to go and get a tissue because my nose is pouring. Excuse me. Both of us are a bit under the weather at the moment. Because just um, had laryngitis. I've just had laryngitis. I lost my voice for a oh, day and a half. It was bliss. Yes. Well, the snoring wasn't bliss. Um, no, but then he went and slept in Ben's room. So I did fine. go to me. I did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've, for, I don't. For those of you that know me, I don't get ill. No, he doesn't and, do ill either. And I don't do ill. I mean, I wasn't ill. I, he I was. did a COVID test. I wasn't positive. COVID isn't the only illness, you know. I know, but if unless I am really sick, I will go to work. It's just sure. how I'm programmed. I'm just. I just want to go to work. He loves sharing the bugs. No, it's not sharing the bugs. I want to get on with my work. And... Whereas me, if I sniff in the morning, I'm calling in sick. Yeah. Joking. We've just got different jobs. And I yeah. I need to be hands-on. I need to be in amongst it. And I really enjoy my job. It's not flu, I don't think. No, it's, it's just flu. bugs. It's just bugs. I've just got a cough and a sniff. But apart from that, it's fine. Exactly. The only other thing that happened in the last week or so, which I feel I should mention just because she was really sweet, was that we had to sadly take our neighbour's cat to be put to sleep. Um, Weekend before last, uh, they were away for the weekend and she's been very poorly for a while, but she's always come through it. She's always kind of had dips and spikes and come round and, you know, really used some of her nine lives. Um, so there was no reason to think she wouldn't this time, um, but unfortunately she didn't. So we had to take her along and, and sadly 
do that but glad that we could help because I don't think they could have had anyone sort of much better to do it I stayed with her I didn't let her go by herself and by the time we got her in there she was unconscious wasn't she anyway then yes. we think she had a seizure in the night and she didn't really ever come around so she didn't know what was happening no. um no. but yeah so we did that um which was very sad but uh really nice to be able to help out our neighbors as well while they weren't around because obviously yeah. they were super sad that that they weren't here to be able to do that exactly so don't let us cat sit again <laughs> no it wasn't our fault <laughs> no it wasn't our fault no it's a very poorly cat um beautiful bengal cat she quite was old. so raise a glass? Think we should raise a glass to boo no oh, sleep well little boo. lady and on the subject of cats, uh, we brought Cleo down tonight because we're trying to get her out of the bedroom. We think yes. she should socialise more. So she Cleo did. is our Mrs. Havisham. Miss Havisham. Havisham. And yeah, we thought we'd bring her downstairs, just put her in the kitchen, let her have a sniff about of her old stomping ground and just see how it went. She did not agree that this she, was a good idea. No, she did not like it at all. Um, hissing and spitting at Drusy. Who Drusy. did nothing, by the way. Drusy was just chill, didn't go over to her, sat there and ignored her, didn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, he was He was curious to go and say hello, but he was not aggressive or anything No, like that. no, not and at all. And as soon as he got hissed at, he was very much, Back okay, off. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I will go and do something else. Yeah. Um, like eat. Um, but yeah, he's not happy with that. But you bought Drusy a kennel. Um, so when... So Drusy is isn't the most social um, of cats, but you know he doesn't come up on laps very much. He does every now and again. So when he does, it's a nice treat. Um, but he's not a fan of children, and I think that's common with a lot of animals. I don't think it's children per se. Let me just say it's the noise. He just doesn't like sort of noise and being sort of bothered all the time. And whereas me and Kev just leave him to it, so he'll come to us for fuss. Obviously, the children want to play with him. Um, but I just think we need to, we have explained that he, the cats aren't like dogs. Dogs want to be played with constantly, but Juicy just wants to be left alone. So, yeah, so he, he he's not a huge fan of when the kids are here. Exactly. So he spent most of his weekend, last weekend, which was quite rainy, drizzly, and certainly wet. He spent it in our long grass in the back garden. Yeah, and made, made himself, himself a little, nest. A little nest, which must have been quite wet and damp and just not particularly yeah. nice. Um, but stayed out there for most of the time, he which did. was quite sad, and we couldn't coax him indoors. So Ellie decided to get him a little, a little kennel for outside with a little heat mat and a little flat on the front to to sort of cut down the wind. Yeah, and it's um, waterproof and yeah. draft resistant. And yeah, we're going to try and we've got it in the kitchen at the minute to see if he'll be curious enough to go in and then if he is we will move it just into the garden for when the children are here because yeah. at least it gives him somewhere warm to be if he doesn't want to be in the house exactly. i think we're gonna end up with a load of hedgehogs in there yeah probs i don't care any it's animal okay. as long as it gives an animal a safe warm space to be yeah. don't care oh, fair enough um and he does sleep in the house at night because obviously when we're all in bed he comes in because there's no one around um but yeah, so that was my crazy cat lady purchase this week, which is brilliant because it's been literally laughed at by everyone I know saying, you know, he's not going to use it, right? And I was like, yeah, probably, but at no least chance. I've now done everything I can and I'm not going to feel guilty about it anymore. But apart from food, everything we've bought him, he's ignored. Prove me wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> he has pretty much but you know what it's fine I don't mind I just at least he has the option now if he chooses not to use it more for him agree
Christmas has thrown up all over our house. Yes, um, unintentionally. Um, <laughs> Fully <I think>. intentionally. <laughs> Ellie asked me to get the decks down on the weekend from the garage roof, and I did. Uh, so there were three or four massive boxes or crates of Christmas decks. No intent behind that. And all of a sudden, Christmas yacked up all over the living room, the office, the kitchen, <laughs> and the boys' playroom. In my defence, all I actually wanted was help with the garlands over the window because you need two people to hold it. And there's no way I'd have been able to do it by myself. So I was fully intending on just having the garlands up and then I would do the rest sort of in the coming couple of weeks. But then, you know, it was a Saturday. The weather was pretty okay. Everyone was gaming. And I was like... That's not true. You had a little helper. I did have Ben helping, yes. actually. Ben did. He was very, very good at untangling lights. He's incredible at untangling I know. We got Kevin was getting frustrated with one set of lights and we got the other one out and they were brand new. And he literally sat there, bless him, and untangled pretty much the entire thing and ran them end to end for the tree. Yes. I and he was very an, helpful. I spent an hour wrapping lights around a curtain pole to make oh, it look it didn't pretty. Work, did it? And it didn't work, so I got really angry with it. <laughs> Lifted up the curtain pole, split it in half... <laughs> threw the lights off and, and stomped it, out and stomped out and then stuck then ellie went that's okay i know what we can do and just stuck four or five little um sticky pad hooks up and it looks amazing yeah, just yeah, them like, out oh, so annoying. <laughs> it's out of my life i'll never get back yes exactly um, so, but it does look nice we do have four trees in different rooms of the house we do and the christmas lights on the outside of the house um that have been up all year do work they do um and they look okay and so they're on so yeah we've gone massively early with the christmas i don't uh, care but though. when i went when i went to drop the kids off uh back to their mums on sunday night we are not the only ones not by a long chalk there uh, were plenty of there. other houses with yeah. lights outside and yeah getting ready i genuinely think lockdown had a lot to do with this because for me personally um I was so bored at home and it was so miserable. You couldn't do anything, you couldn't go out, you couldn't see friends, you okay. couldn't see family. And it was just a little bit of joy that you found was Christmas a little bit early, get the house ready and just sit in it for a little bit longer than normal. And that was in 2020, so it was with you. Mm-hmm. And actually kind of getting the Whitney flat ready as well was really nice because you didn't have a lot and I went crazy on decorations. Yeah. Um, but just to sort of create the environment because we couldn't, there was no other there was very little to find joy out of in lockdown because you couldn't do anything and i think that's just kind of rolled on because normally i'm definitely one of these not till the first of december people but no i'm just like you know what? it's really lovely it's really festive it's really cozy and i love it but it yeah. will come down before new year's eve i don't keep decorations no, up I, yeah i agree with that then um christmas is a bit of a funny one isn't it because i think for a lot of people um uh, certainly for us as we are now in our current sort of state if you like um, it's quite a joyous time, you know. It's for the kids. It's for us. It's lights. It's trees. It's you know, just having a nice time, having a, a nice Christmas. Um, but I think for a lot of people, it's actually not that. And for me, going back to when I got divorced, um, the first couple of years after that, Christmas was really hard. Yeah. Um, Christmas on your own is really sad um, because of all the things that come up. Uh, you think about at Christmas is time of family, friends, and things like that. And shortly, after, well, six months after um, I split from from my ex-wife, it was a really dark time. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to do was celebrate Christmas. Mm. And I just think there's a lot of people out there that don't enjoy Christmas. Christmas has a bad, um, but you know, paints a bad picture for them. 
Yeah. And I think you know those people need help and support and. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. not the same for everyone. Um, I totally recognise that, and it's sad that it's not. I mean, I suppose for us, um, it's now a special time of year as well because of our faith as well. It's one of the most important times of year, other than yeah. Easter. Um, so it kind of brings new meaning. But absolutely, it's not easy for everybody. Um, so yeah, if you do any know anyone who is in that sort of camp, yeah, check in with them. Yeah, definitely check in with your friends um, or neighbours or anyone who you think might be lonely this Christmas. Yeah. You know, just reaching out to them and saying hello might be just what they need. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it, it, and it's cold and it's miserable as well, which doesn't add to low mental health. So, yes, as always, being massive advocates of, of positive mental health, we would, yeah, 100% yeah. check in on people, make sure they're okay. Sometimes it's just the asking that people need to just feel like there's someone who cares. Yeah, exactly. I would like to introduce a little segment. I have yet to think of a witty name for said segment. And I am enlisting the help of Laura to find something punny and (laughs) clever. So at the minute it's untitled. But basically I'm going to do a part of the podcast where I quiz you in the style of an old game show. This week it's blankety blank. Okay, cool. Thank you for reading that one. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to do six blankety blank questions and I just want to see if you get the same answers as I've put. Don't look at my screen. (laughs) Uh, And I'll try and mix up the quizzes because it's difficult when there's just two of us. But each week I want to do this because I think this is quite a fun one. Okay, Okay. cool. So you ready for question one? I'm ready. Are we allowed to use the theme tone music or is that like Uh, we'd have to pay? No, I think we'd have to pay for that. Do we have to sing it ourselves then? We'll make our own one. Uh, no let's not sing we're Um, both full of cold that's true I'm so sorry if there's been loads of sniffing that's probably a good point to say this I cannot stop sniffing or blowing my nose so I do apologise if people are noticing that and also for Rosie who I'm told has made quite a yeah in editing I definitely heard a couple of squeals and farts which is fantastic awesome hashtag stoma life okay so number one ready yeah I was so tired this morning that I tried to eat my breakfast with my blank oh with my Oh, with my <laughs> hands. Hands? With my... Okay, that, be, that, yeah, that has to be a phone. first answer. <laughs> Which one are you going with? Phone. You're going with phone. Okay, I did not have that. What did you put? That's good. I had hairbrush. Oh, okay. That's quite good. I quite like that. <laughs> like you use a hairbrush first thing in the morning. Ouch! <laughs> You're well rude. I wonder what everyone else said for that one. Um, okay, number two. I don't think my surgeon is qualified... Disclaimer, I absolutely do think my surgeon's qualified. I woke up during surgery and saw them holding blank. Holding blank. Yeah. Holding knitting needles. Oh, so close. I went with chopsticks. Oh. (laughs) That is quite close, though. That's quite close. Nice. Okay. Number three. I was so distracted when taking the dog out that I accidentally put the lead on my blank. Keep it clean. <laughs> I accidentally put lead on my shoes. Oh, oh. that's a cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, number four. Billionaire Jeff has got so much money, again, keep it clean, that he gold-plated his blank. You can say it if you want to say it. Cause I no, know, no, I know no, where no. your brain's no, going. Balls. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> he gold-plated his... I think mine's really boring. I couldn't think of anything. Ah, uh, gold-plated his 
Uh, I can't You're really good at this when it's on telly. I know. <laughs> gold plated is. Um, gold plated. Read it again. <laughs> Billionaire Jeff has so much money that he gold plated his blank. Money. Oh, nice. I said snowballs. No, I didn't. I said house. And now I've just given away the answer for the next one. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, right. I think so. <laughs> the next one's ruined because I've got that anyway. But Santa has gone vegan this year. Instead of turkey, he'll be eating blank. You for snowballs? Yeah, I've ruined that. Completely, oh, okay. But I don't know what you just said. He's gone vegan. Yeah. He's, he's eating. Uh, Holly. <laughs> Oh, that'd be really prickly and horrible. <laughs> oh, okay, last one. This was an actual Les Dawson. Is he the one who hosted it? He did for that, a bit, I think. This is one of his. My brother used to eat so much whale meat during the war that it started to have funny side effects. Everywhere he goes, he blanks. Blows through his blowhole? Yes, I said blows. <laughs> Just because it rhymed. Love it. Well, that was fun. Cool. More next week. Yeah. I have to think of something else exciting to do. No, I like that. Keep yeah. that in. Yeah, That's good. Definitely. Well done. So I am super excited about the ostomy episode coming up. Um, we have interviews booked in with my stoma nurse and with uh, Caroline Bramwell, who is um, the... PR and um, media communications for the Iliostomy Association. She is also a motivational speaker and she is a triathlete and she wrote the book Lou Rolls to Lycra, which is the first book I was given after surgery uh, for inspiration. And yeah, she's going to talk to us about, you know, life with the stoma, how it's empowered her rather than sort of stopped her doing things. And that will be on our ostomy episode. So really looking forward to that. Yes, I'm uh, looking forward to doing some interviewing yeah that'd be very weird so if anyone's got any questions you don't have to be an ostomate obviously or no. have any kind of illness if you're curious about stomas if there's anything you want to know about living with one or how they happen or what they are or you know any questions at all that you want answered during that episode drop us an email at bangersandmashchat at gmail.com or yep. on instagram at bangersandmashchat exactly drop us a dm on that and i think that's probably us done for this week yeah so it? what are we up to over the coming week um you've got some friends over i have got some friends over so this coming weekend we are doing the alpha day at church on saturday and yes. then kevin is off to watch hockey with his friends yep. in swindon Tunesian and liam and i have got the lovely laura and julie coming to my house and victoria is going to pop in for some drinks in the evening as well so yeah that's going to be lovely i haven't seen julie since the wedding and before that not for a while because she lives in western supermare and it used to be sort of very much Julie, Laura and I were the three that kind of stayed in touch after school. We've known each other since, yeah, school, since third year, so since we were 13. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it'd be really lovely to just have them together for drinks and catch up and show Jules Northampton and show her the house. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. That's really cool. Are you excited for the hockey? I'm excited excited for the hockey. Um, so this will be my first match this season, going to watch live. You haven't had a boys' um, night in a while either. No, I haven't had a boys' night in a while. So Toomsey and Liam I used to play ice hockey with. So Swindon is my old stomping ground. I was a season ticket holder there for uh, 10, 10 years, I think. Um, so yeah, it'd be really nice to hang out with them. First time in a long time, I'm going to have a drink with them. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Make good choices. Make good choices.
right looks like we've come to the end of episode four thank you if you're still here (laughs) (laughs) i never know whether we just get more boring each week do we i don't know it depends Uh. how i edit it (laughs) (laughs) rude um but yeah so if you want to get in touch as always it's bangersandmashchat.gmail.com or just dm us on instagram give us a follow we are steadily increasing in our followers which is nice um and yeah if there's anything you want us to talk about um let us know yeah just get in touch we love the positive feedback um and you know are glad of the constructive criticism as well so yeah for sure we're more than happy to hear from you and we want to make this an interesting and informative and fun yeah. place to be. We so, went to a new country this week, did I tell you that? Yeah, so we've had listeners from two new countries. Yeah, Belgium and Canada this week. Yeah, man. I know. I'd love Yay. to know who you are. Yeah, no idea. Tell us I, who you I'm are, I'm guessing please. that the Canada one is maybe one of my stepmom people, but I don't know. One of my stepmom support people, but I don't know. It's very cool. We said it wasn't okay. about the stats, but... It is. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not true. No, it's, it's not. Right. But, thank but they you. are interesting. They are interesting. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you for episode five. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you next time. Bye. Bye.